0: Everyone got one, what's your opinion? This is the ram room. Tons won't be bit, ain't no rules, just spill it. And anybody can get it. No limit. We get to kill it. You tuning into the realist. And no, ain't no stopping. No. Any topic, even the random. Hope that you ready, we enterin' in the zone soon. We only grow shit. Welcome to the rabbit. That's it, that's all I got to say. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. This is a great episode today. I'm excited to do this. I'm in <laughs> a good mood. You are I'm all like, jittery hey, I'm and shit. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's your boy, Hilliard guest. You guys are listening to the Screenwriters' Rant Room, Will we keep it street, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what? 100. 100. You know what? What? Since we got people who are cool today, let's, let's have everybody join in on that. You going to say it with us? Oh, sure. Ready? Okay. So on the show, we keep it street. We keep, we keep it opinionated. It. We, keep we keep it what one hundred. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I'm not even from Brooklyn. Did you say
1: you Brooklyn? I, you know what? She I'm from just. San Diego. I'm a most deaf man. It's like you know. Uh-huh.
0: Boot. No, I'm not from there. I'm just. <laughs> she got a public enemy shirt on though. Yes, today. I
1: do. Oh.
2: <laughs> What's up, Mr. Chuck D? There you go. <laughs> they were just done the other night.
0: Yeah. So as you see, we're a little silly on the show as usual. Um, you hear her voice? That's my girl, Lisa Bola. All right, I can't contain
1: myself. What? I have to tell you this. What, 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 what? All right, we have a really great guest on today, yeah, which is do. awesome. Yeah, we do. But I'm excited about that because his book is fantastic, uh-huh. and I can't wait to like get into it and get my Lisa, pilot. Lisa's writing a pilot right now. I so am writing a pilot. Personal. I was like, why did he not give me this book like two months ago? <laughs> it's been out two when months I've been ago. sitting out here trying to write, but I. We're going to get to that But I'm excited uh-huh. Because the other day Me and you and I We were on Twitter mm-hmm. And you noticed that uh, Someone that took a, Tony Todd Hi Tony Todd Had mm-hmm. taken a picture At mm-hmm. one of our favorite spots I'm not going to say The name of the spot Because I don't want you heifers going up <laughs> in there Messing up my place
0: <laughs> But he took a picture You always got to be secretive About he something He was <laughs> eating some
1: catfish And, and mm-hmm. I said I know that place And I was like Oh my God It's like the best And somebody said Oh she Eating did. catfish <laughs> Early in the morning And I was just like You better watch yourself You mm-hmm. know you know, That's the candy man Candy man have a hook Tony <laughs> Todd uh, uh, started following me on Twitter. He did not. He followed me that. on, yes. Really? And I almost, now I have to like be on my best behavior because oh. I'm fearless when it comes to everybody. Like, trust me, like people, famous people who walk past me and mm-hmm. I haven't even batted an eye or I've talked to people who are big muckety mucks and I'm like, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when it's one of your faves <laughs> from mm-hmm. like forever, mm-hmm. I, almost just, I almost lost it. So Tony Todd, I love you. <laughs> 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 Thank you for following me and we got to uh, get him on the show because yeah, like let's get him. He's, he's one of he those classics. too He is a producer. Yeah. And he's awesome and I saw him doing another podcast somewhere. I'm like, "Oh, he does podcasts." So, okay. shout out and a clap back to Tony Todd. Thank you for following me on Twitter. And, sir, I promise not to be too too terrible.
0: So, as you see, that's why we call it the Screenwriters' Rant yes. Room. Yes. Because we go off on all kinds of shit. Okay, yes. On love this love show, it. we discuss entertainment, <laughs> TV, film, music, culture. But our focus is always what is it it's screenwriting and craft story, stories
1: and just being real with your writing being that's what's up and get your voice out there you know what we say about that shit, shit. like that yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> shit, shit <does. laughs> so yo I'm excited today mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all but if y'all ready are y'all ready you know what you sound like, what, right now? Who I sound like? You sound like when the old the old old black church oh.
1: <laughs> when, when the pastor is I'm about when the pastor's not Okay, them okay them. wait when the pastor's not preaching the sermon, uh-huh. he's got like the oh, guest just pastor, he's just and he's talking. like and yeah. he's like hyping up Getting the We got
0: reverend. We
1: got reverend somebody coming from the church of what's happening now.
2: I Congregation. Gonna, I was just gonna say that.
0: We got <laughs> today, we got Bishop Tob on here. And uh <laughs> He's so about to teach the pray. sermon. Sermon today. You're gonna teach a sermon about the automatic pilot. Now! <laughs> now you sound like Bill Cosby I now. <laughs> I was switching it up for you. You gotta be on your ones and twos. All right, here See? we go. <laughs> so, look, y'all ready? Let's get it in. Uh-huh. So, today, we got a super duper 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 duper. I gotta add three full dupers on that one. Uh-huh. Okay? Special guest for you guys today. Now, I said some people need to stand on their feet before about some other people. Fuck that. Y'all don't even realize who we got on the show today. Y'all motherfuckers need to applaud at home while you're driving, getting a car crash, right <laughs> whatever the fuck. Okay? Because we got my man on the show. Mm-hmm. The Honorable. I'm going to call him the Honorable. Like the he is judging some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Honorable. Because that shit that sounds respectable. This <laughs> is it I'm in my preacher mode. <laughs> The bishop, wow. The bishop of Pilate. Amen. Come on now, all right, church. <laughs> hallelujah! See, we even got Bill saying hallelujah. See, I knew you was one of them Baptists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so check it. We got the honorable, the world famous Bill Tob. Y'all. Now, I don't know if you guys know, my man is producer, writer. Did you ever direct? Ever?
2: Uh, I did a couple times, just like I did stand up, and I said, "Not, <laughs> did for, me. not for me, not for me, not for me, not for you."
0: <laughs> writer, director, writer, producer, author. Goddamn! What else you don't do? Anything else? Instructor. It's, oh well, I was going to get to that. Oh,
2: okay.
0: <laughs> oh, well, going to tell the people you <laughs> asked Tell the
2: people. Sorry if I answered a question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and of course, I was going to say, and of course, mm-hmm. instructor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Teacher, mentor, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. So, for those of y'all who don't know You guys, I'm just gonna I don't usually tell people's bios Because I think it's corny But I gotta ram off a couple of his fucking shows okay, go ahead. That y'all motherfuckers need to know about And I watch all of Uh-oh. them Okay, Uh-oh. all of them Uh-oh. I'm gonna give you a couple They saying all of them in no particular order mm-hmm. Okay, in the heat of the night Okay, damn Okay Okay, damn okay, <laughs> We should be bowing down right now. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Hill Street motherfucking blues. I okay. can't even say Hill Street blues. Okay. So you got to put the motherfucker in there too. Motherfucking. Right, okay. Blues. That's, how, that's how cool you are, Bill. <coughs> Hill Street motherfucking blues. Mm. All right. Tag me and fucking Lacey, that bitch. <laughs> New Heart.
1: New Heart. And Dark they, Shadows. The Paul guy. Stop it. Stop it. And one of my favorites that, What's that I actually saw a couple episodes on TV and I'm thinking about buying the series. What's that? Friday the
0: 13th series. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have to get into that. All genre. You know, we horror motherfuckers. We yeah, have to get yeah, into no. that. The, the Sons Sons writer Sons Oh my god Yeah um, Barney fucking Miller Shit, I can't please. even say stuff Without saying fucking it, it's so good
2: It's okay <laughs> You know the show You know okay. the show Okay Magnum P.I. Like Tom grow-
0: Selleck And he like, like, finds like, wait, out. Like shows okay. that
1: you watch Growing hmm. up And you think When I want to write TV I want to write on the okay. level Of those shows
0: And he's written On all those shows All of them mm And last but not least Then I'm going to say There's been many more The fucking Hardy Boys For God's sake Oh god Okay I know, it's, I know it's probably corny to you now. No. But we're talking about childhood. Yes. and shit When you're a kid. Are you kidding me? Fuck like that. <laughs> That was the shit. The Hardy Boys? And they were so cute. They were so cute. Oh, they were God.
1: cute. They're still right. cute now. They have aged well. Okay. <laughs> I know. They, they're even better
0: now. Okay. They're vampires, people. <laughs> they are vampires.
2: You're, you're killing me here because there was some that IMDB hasn't caught up with, and I go, good. Oh, I
0: see. <laughs> and I got some credits in that damn IMDB ain't put up yet either. That's why I don't never trust it. Yeah, exactly. That's like, why I always I ask my like, I always ask my guests, do you have a current bio? Because what you see online is a some lot, old yeah, shit, right, You know, right. from five years ago or something but anyway mm-hmm. so we are really really excited today
2: we got my man bill top how you doing bill i'm doing great you guys are just a joy to be around thank
0: you man <laughs> you
2: <really laughs> i mean it's just terrific
0: and i love his new book and again we're gonna get into it all gonna right get it i love it so since you mentioned it <laughs> all of you guys right now who don't know who need to know? Press who pause. should know? Press pause, right pause motherfucker. Pause on the button. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, Bill Tobb has a new book out called Automatic Pilot. It is the shit. Okay? There's a lot
2: of pilot books out. Thank you. you actually, me- actually, Go ahead. and Graham pointed this out to uh-huh. me. There are a lot. Of no, pilot I think
0: most no, of the books are That's just right. writing TV. There, there right. Is, there My is bad. only
2: one <laughs> other pilot book mm-hmm. which I did not. They're know. more talking about specs and it's, it's, it's just writing William, on the show. It's William Rabkin's book called uh, okay. "Writing the Pilot," and mine is completely different. But those are the only two books right. that are right. out on, write, on writing pilots. Right. Okay, and Graham pointed that out to me. Gene, Gene
0: Grisanti's
2: not pilot. Not Gene
0: Grisanti. Um, yeah, I know.
2: Yeah, I mean, just yeah, yeah, I am. Matter of fact, I was over at somebody the other day and telling them that, and they then they went on Amazon and looked up pilots. Two books. Really? Two books? Uh,
0: okay. Well, I need And to he did research. his, I
2: give him credit, he did his four years ago. <laughs> oh, okay. So, but it's a totally, di- I mean, okay. mine is all processed. It all changes. Mm-hmm. Format's it, it, all
0: different it, it, now. A, well, no, mine, mine, mine. <laughs> a lot
1: of times we hear the books you think TV writing, and you automatically assume that, okay, it's going to cover, and a lot of those books do cover pilot, mm-hmm. but not in depth, because a lot of people right. are focused on trying to get on a show. Right. Mm-hmm. But now, with all these brand new shows, thank you, Jesus, where they're mm-hmm. actively <laughs> looking for new voices, mm-hmm. like you got to know what a pilot is. And a pilot is totally different than writing for a regular series Absolutely. show with somebody else's voice. So mm-hmm. that's why I think this book is so important. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're jumping into the fray. And like mm-hmm. I said before, not just the newbie writers, but the professional writers that are transitioning into TV. Mm-hmm. Like, you've you, you got to freshen up a it's little current. bit. It's current. Yeah. That's
0: what I like about it. It's
1: right. really well, current.
2: It's, it's also a relatively new phenomenon that anybody would encourage you to write a Absolutely. pilot. Or oh, read yes. a pilot. Absolutely. I call it, you know, mm-hmm. it's the Mark Cherry effect. Oh, mm.
0: yeah, yeah. That's when it changed, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. when it changed. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's when you know, I call it the cherry effect.
0: <laughs> not, to get, not, to not to get confused. No point
2: in I know there's 20 minutes there. <laughs> but the thing is, Desperate Housewives really turned the heads of the industry around. Mm-hmm. Nobody was encouraged to write a pilot, mm-hmm. a spec pilot. True. Oh, my God. Never. True. And then after Desperate Housewives, which actually saved a network at the time, mm-hmm. uh, a desperate network.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, a desperate
2: network. And sometimes that's true. desperate yeah, networks, yeah, that's true.
1: they got nothing to lose. Exactly. We are We're already going down yeah, the rabbit right. hole. Exactly. It's all that's going right. to shit. Let's just put anything, that's anything right. that sticks. And then
2: it started right. opening up to right. say, you know what? I think, uh, yeah, yeah. And then now the A-listers are doing it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So it's re- relatively, I would say, eight or nine, I don't know, eight or nine years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started teaching my pilot course. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, let me
0: ask you a quick question. Yeah. Um, this is just out the blue. Do you know off the top of your head about how many hours of television you've written?
2: Uh, that I'd admit to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give me the uh, rough, rough Give me the rough okay. estimate. <laughs>
2: now, uh, I'll, I'll give you a qualified answer. All right. Uh, actually, wrote the episodes <laughs> or produced them okay. story edited them or mm-hmm. consulted on them or something like that mm-hmm. if you include that into it it's got to be hundreds wow yeah, yeah. Wow. you, know, you got to realize friday the 13th alone was like mm-hmm. 26 mm-hmm. And then relic hunter was another 26 mm-hmm. and what I, I don't even know what i'm forgetting but mm-hmm. i can't say i wrote all 26 episodes. sure mm-hmm. sure all right.
0: understood understood yeah. so. mm-hmm. okay wow but still even to be a part of all those episodes, great. Learning. Just what is in your brain great, cells? Great. Well, okay. as Let I me see. just take three percent of it <laughs> 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 and leave me with nothing. Yeah, you don't need anything. You good? But you also good. writing
1: across <laughs> genres. Yes. You know, because a lot of times people get stuck in that frame where well, I write this type of thing. But mm-hmm. just looking at your credits alone, it's like you can adapt to anything.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let me let me tell you, don't do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Ah, all right, let me scribble that down. Bill says, don't, I'm, do, I'm it. Gonna, gonna don't give, do it. I'm going
2: to give you a little backstory on that um i'm out of advertising and one of the things that happens in advertising is like with everything else they like i'm creative side they like Mm -hmm. to typecast you you know Mm -hmm. you're a tire writer sure you know or you're a perfume writer you're and and i go like nonsense you Mm -hmm. know i'm i'm a creator i could do other and so fortunately the agency i was working with um created this little unit called the creative troubleshooters and we'd go around from all the accounts that were in trouble Mm. so i was able to work on lots of different accounts oh okay so when i came out here and I started writing television. I refused to get pigeonholed. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, you talk about Friday the Thirteenth. I was talking to somebody before. Uh, that's not my genre. Mm. That's, right. that's not my genre. Really? Really not my genre. But I consider it about process. Mm. And after getting hired to write the pilot, and then on the staff, and mm-hmm. the Kenner, all that kind of stuff, I finally sat down with one of the producers, and I said, "I'm curious." Mm. Why did you hire me? You said it after.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why did you? I'm, hire I'm me? sorry.
2: That's You <laughs> who pays to, uh, my bills and helps me live. Uh. And they said, "Well, the truth of the matter is, your background was so eclectic mm. that we figured whenever we figured what the show was going to be, you could do it."
0: Oh, okay. So that's respect. Right. Wow. Wow. but
2: I wouldn't encourage that. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: is hilarious. All right, that's interesting cuz um I was going to ask you about just a little bit. Lisa and I when we did this show, we really wanted a show I was, I was telling you off off um I was going to say off camera, off yeah. mic. Yeah. Um that you know we started um teaching, you know, at the Organization of Black Screenwriters at the WGA and a bunch of different places and um, we, we, we wanted a venue we could really just kind of be ourselves <clears throat> As you see how silly we are And when we Don't teach, ever change that
2: No, no, I don't want to That's why when she says she's being good for this guy, Todd I say, why?
0: <laughs> yeah, be yourself, man Be yourself, be yourself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a good
0: Lisa? Exactly You have to remember My he's, mother He's from the writer's room Okay, comedy, <laughs> everything So he has seen it all You can totally be yourself Um so just give me a little gist of where, where you're from, just a little bit, because sure. I really want to spend a lot of time talking yeah, about yeah. the book and your yeah. writing and yeah, how no, you staff no. shows I mean, and all my, that shit. My
2: background is, you know, I'm a, a ex-New Yorker, you mm-hmm. know, grew up in New York, always wanted to be in the entertainment business, and when you're on the East Coast and you are too chicken to just go, mm-hmm. uh, you wind up in advertising.
0: Ah, okay. See? That's where, that's,
2: where, <laughs> that's where you can do your song and dances mm-hmm. and everything else like that. And mm-hmm. no, there's a product, too. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, as a matter of fact, I wanted to ask you, sure. not being one of them, but the, the, off the clock. Mm-hmm. Where did this 100 come from?
0: Um... It's about being like like one hundred percent like meaning I'm giving it my all uh, yeah
2: you gotta do better than that. I, I, I asked this ahead. for a reason. In advertising I, I grew up and and it was out of the time they did cigarette advertising. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there was this race on to who who could do the longest cigarette. They had the extra long cigarettes, <laughs> right? Funny. All right. And I was working on a you know, this this campaign and, and I came up with the idea of like, you know what? We're gonna go a silly millimeter longer. Hmm. We created the 101. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody remembers it. Ah. <laughs> you know? And it was great. And we, we put it to the music of La Bamba and everybody, mm. you know, and everything like that. But you need to be more than 100. Well, here's an interesting thing
0: is I say 100, but actually it is, it depends on what part of the... Country you're from? Some people say one thousand. Some people yeah. say one hundred. It just seems to be more like yeah. something that rolls off your tongue,
2: right? But you got to be you got to be over the top. Okay. in other words people give one hundred and ten percent.
0: I feel you. Yeah. You give it why one hundred and twenty?
2: <laughs> every
0: every week we go it just, up. One hundred and twenty why? One hundred and twenty just means just
1: being real.
2: And <laughs> I, yeah, being real. I didn't know. I, see, I didn't know what the one hundred meant. Understood. I thought it was some hood code. It <laughs> <laughs> is.
0: <laughs> it is. It like just like means keeping it real. It means we're just in hood code, and that's you know that's bodies
2: in the street or something I didn't know yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> understand we're gonna bring you down to the hood Bill we're gonna bring you to the hood
2: Devin, Devin is here with us he's, yes. our,
1: he's our, our baby writer sitting in hanging out he's just cracking up over it. Devin control yourself
0: <laughs> he's making me laugh over there because as some of you guys know, we have a, a baby rider seat. We don't use it every week, mm-hmm. but every once in a while, we'll have a young cat come and sit with us and just chill and listen. And I was like, Bill on. it's like the perfect episode right. for you know somebody to come learn. Right. <clears throat> so you need to go get his book. <laughs> I, I
2: already, <laughs> Forgive me, it's my fault. I should have warned you. No, 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 you. I no. No, I'm going to get him a, an audio book too. If okay, he wants cool. To, to come That's what's the up. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. So. You were talking about advertising. So I I came out of, you know, um, New York. I Mm -hmm. went into advertising. And I kept coming out to California, you know, making commercials and Mm. stuff like that. And I always knew I wanted to get out here, but I was too chicken to just (laughs) pick it up and and Mm -hmm. come. So I kept looking for a job in an advertising agency out here that would move me, pay all that, Mm -hmm. give me, and I'd come out and I had a job. The easy way. (laughs) The chicken chip. You know, the Jewish way. (laughs) So I finally got that, and I moved. And one of the very first... It it was like the mid-late 70s. And like one of the shows that were relatively new at the time was Barney Miller. And Mm. that really fit my sensibility for comedy. You know, the New York, all this kind of stuff. Oh, that was like... You know. So And so I happened to know... (laughs) this is where I think networking and I always think it's so important I happen to know Hal Linden who was Barney Miller Mm -hmm. because I used him he's wonderful Mm. I used him a lot for voiceovers and commercials all right so I said to Hal (laughs) I said look you know I mean I love this show I mean this is just terrific he says do me a favor write some specs you know Barney Miller's Um, I will see that the producer gets them Hmm. all right so that's exactly what I did. I wrote one. He gave it to him. Didn't hear a word. I wrote another one. <laughs> didn't, didn't hear a word. Mm-hmm. And the third one, I got called in by the producer, who was an absolute genius. He's no longer with us. A guy named Danny Arnold. And he said, "Tommy, he was a very Damon Runyon kind of character." <laughs> Tommy, he says, "I'm not going to use this script, but I'm going to give you a story, mm. and I want you to write it mm. now." Danny Arnold's the kind of executive producer who rewrites everything. Really? Inclu- I mean, if I put 276 Riverside Drive in, he'd change it to 140 West End uh, Avenue. You're just everything. Everything. <laughs> but the one thing I got out of him, which I have carried with me, it was the best teacher I could have gotten in my life, mm-hmm. was no jokes. No jokes? No jokes. Character comedy. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Character okay. comedy. If he saw a joke, out it came. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not the only kind of comedy you can do. But to me, it's the richest. Mm. To me, it's as I say, it's that Neil Simon mm-hmm. kind of comedy mm-hmm. where, you know, the odd couple's the basic, you mm-hmm. know, you just... It's not jokes. That's true. It's characters. That's true. Yeah. And Barney Miller was the essence of character comedy. Okay. There were no jokes. Every one of those crazies were characters.
0: Now, let me ask you a question. Because <clears throat> as we all know, may- maybe... Was it, was it different in the 70s where because we 've spoken to another person who kind of did something similar where they knew somebody and got the script to the actual show because you can 't do that anymore. was it not a big
2: deal because of you know well, the fact that I knew Hal, of course helped but i don't I, I think today is different mm-hmm. I really do I think it 's even better today okay. um, i I really you know like I said, I wish I was twenty five <laughs> today. Um, mm-hmm the opportunities in television are enormous enormous sure. sure. um and with the internet and certainly being in los angeles mm-hmm. and i encourage all local writers wherever they are you must network mm-hmm. you must go to these seminars mm-hmm. you must mm-hmm. go to these mixers you must get to know these people you must let them get to know you mm-hmm. and it's not to sell them something sure you know they get to say, "God, hell, I love you. You're a great guy. What are you working on?" Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So it can happen. Sure, it can happen, and it, and and you must take advantage of that. I know when I first started and came out here, and Barney Miller was my very, very first. You know, I would be around writers who said, "I don't put a pen to paper unless I get paid for it." I think I still some, know people like that. I mean, I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm saying uh, they're probably yeah. selling used cars in San Francisco somewhere. <laughs> the thing is that it's not that kind of world anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's also not the kind of world where you need an agent. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know we just had that seminar Mm -hmm. or whatever it was. Um, But I think if you're aggressive enough, Mm -hmm. or I don't want to say aggressive because it's got a bad connotation, entrepreneurial enough to make these connections Mm -hmm. because you have the work, Mm -hmm. all right, and you need to meet the people mm-hmm. and you get them, you'll get your break.
0: We have we have a, a friend um, who's a, a EP on a couple shows. He's um, Mick Betancourt and he calls it the oh, hustle the hustle love, muscle. You know, Mick I love it. Yeah, he yeah, calls it, it the hustle muscle, which I think is hella cool. And he's mm-hmm. doing stand up too. Oh, he's it. brilliant. Mm-hmm. I've seen him. He's, mm-hmm. he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So let, let me just ask you a question about what's it like what was it like in the seventies compared to now? You just made the reference that there's so much now. It's it's like a great time now. Yeah. So what was it like? It, it was
2: totally. It was totally different, and there was there was much more freelance work around in the seventies. Okay. That all has changed. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's gone from two staff members and six freelancers to Mm -hmm. six staff members and maybe one freelancer. Yeah. So unless you can wind up on a staff, and and this is a statistic I don't know that I I came across a couple of weeks ago, Mm -hmm. um, that because of the fragmentation of television, which is where it all is and why it's so diverse and why everything has to be so identified with their own brand – 10 years ago, mm-hmm. 10 years ago, there were 29 scripted series on cable. Today, there are 144.
0: Wow, that's a big jump. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right? Wow. So
2: what that means is no longer can the shows hold, hold out and say, you know what, unless I get Aaron Sorkin, I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going with this. They got to say, you got Bill Town? All right, we'll talk to him. Mm-hmm. You know? So they have mm-hmm. to go to the B, C, and D list, mm-hmm. which doesn't mean they're bad. Right. Sure. Doesn't mean they're bad at mm-hmm. all it just been overlooked cuz it's <laughs> <laughs> but the opportunity is there where the pool has to be stretched mm-hmm. okay all right so i think it's a great time if you do the work and network okay
1: that's such a positive outlook
2: it is I'm so happy to hear that it's like but, oh my god Well, <laughs> well like see, said, this is not business of geniuses <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, but, they really are that does we really like you to think about it that right, way right, and takes right. off the pressure right, right?
2: Mm-hmm. totally you know
0: that's funny it's funny because I've been seeing you around the guild for years and um, and every time I talk to anybody about Bill everybody has nothing to say but positive stuff about how sweet and nice and how cool you are you want some names <laughs> <laughs> oh, <do> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude, Bill and I are on the, um, the Writers Education Committee. How long have you been on?
2: Uh, five years, I okay, think. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, I've been on like the last six, or eight months. It's great. Away. It's a great yeah, I love it. It's a great, I love it's,
2: it. It's, it's, it's such a dynamic committee, and Jeff mm-hmm. Melboy, who chairs that committee, mm-hmm. it, it's just.
0: I got to get Jeff in here, too. <laughs> I, oh, I want to interview Jeff. I he's interview great. Jeff. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Hey, Jeff is just great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. He'll be a great guest. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's so smart.
0: Um, yeah, I was just curious about the difference between then and now. Um,
2: well, you also got to realize, again, and I, you know, being a student of the medium, I think the worst thing that happened to the medium when mm-hmm. technology allowed them to have instant overnights. Hmm. It used to be back in the 60s or 50s or 40s or whatever it was that it took six weeks to get ratings. Mm-hmm. All right. hmm. I think the industry got destroyed. I agree. When people can look at the next morning and say what the rating is.
0: I agree. All right. Think about how many movies don't make it in the movie theater anymore yeah. because it didn't do yeah. well opening yeah. weekend. It's like, nope, yeah. got to go tomorrow. Think <laughs>
1: of how many shows that are classics yeah. now that had the time to
0: grow and yeah. build
1: an it's audience. Sure. They would never make it Seinfeld. Now. Seinfeld um, would yeah. never make yeah. it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. That's
2: exactly. True. Exactly. And so, I mean, the business has changed so much. You mm-hmm. were doing 22, 24, 26 episodes. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, if it's on cable, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's bad, they're picking you up for eight Six, exactly. 10, exactly. twelve. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's like we it, moved into the, Brit- the British um, model sort of. Well, speak.
2: but what the, the flip side of that? Because I used to do a lot of syndication shows. Mm-hmm. You know, the, mm-hmm. the first run syndication, which doesn't exist anymore, because it wasn't an all year round business. The network mm-hmm. business was like September mm-hmm. to May, and then they took off, and then and came back in September. Mm-hmm. Right. now, they have to be first run all year round, or else okay. they'll you know they might as well board them up. So, the syndication business, which accounted for 26 episodes mm-hmm. because it was 26 and they rerun 26, doesn't exist anymore. Mm,
0: that's true. Mm, that's true. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Because <clears throat> you've been on many shows where the show has already been on and you come right. in season two or three or whatever. Right. What's that like for a writer coming on a show? Because I know I asked this question to Mick Betancourt when he was on the show. I'm just curious from another point of view, like what, what's your prep like when you're. Going on to a show that's already been on for a season or two? What, what do you need to
2: prepare? Um, again, or what do they give you? I, I mean, again, I I like. I mean, again, it's like because I used to teach episodic writing before mm-hmm. I got into the pilot writing, is you have to know the show. Sure. Um, then it comes down to a question of personalities. I Start. mean, you're spending 8, 10, 12 hours a day, you know, if you're staff on a show with some crazy people. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, they really are. Uh-huh. And, and um, you know, I mean, again, it then becomes personality conflicts. Okay. which, it be, you know, it's almost like a, a lawyer once told me a long time ago, business is really about politics, 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 and then it's business. Mm. And unfortunately, that's the way a lot of these things work. And a lot of my experiences have been great. Mm-hmm. A lot of my experiences have been not so great. <laughs> not because of the work. Okay. You know, because of the personalities.
1: Because one of the things you say, you you talk about in the book, is that you mention the idea that, you know, when you go on to a a TV show as a series, you know, writer, is that... A lot of people come like I'm going to change. I'm going to do all this stuff. Your idea is like no. You're going to mimic the show, you know. And if you can make it better, but you Uh need to go in and master what what it is that makes that show. And stop coming in there talking about you're going to do all this craziness. That's not your show. Exactly.
2: (laughs) That's why pilot writing to me is so freeing Mm -hmm. because uh, you know I want you to forget everything you saw, forget everything you everything that and do what you want to see. But yes, if you're coming in. To be a staff writer or, a, or st- whatever it is, to do a show, uh, you must be able to make... A, actually, one of the executive producers gave me that line, and it stuck with me. He mm-hmm. said, being a good episodic writer is being a good mimic.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you really need to...
2: I highlighted that in your book, I remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you really need to sit down and analyze everything in... you know, I mean, to the point is, like if you look at a show like Cheers, you go like, oh, it always opens on somebody walking in mm-hmm. and saying a joke. That's a format thing. True. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. If you don't open that way, you you you're not mimicking cheers. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't know the show, do you? <laughs> you don't <know> show. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question
0: about Barney Miller just really quick. Just yes. just since we're talking about mimicking the shows. <clears throat> now the, the, the EP on that show, Dan, I believe it was Danny Arlan. Yeah. He now you were saying that he's the type of guy who would still rewrite you regardless, Everything. even if you mimicked his voice. Yeah. So Yeah. But your job is to mimic his voice, despite if he changes it or not. Right?
2: Absolutely, yeah. I'm, And and let me say, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he didn't make it better. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, but oh, he well, was, some of the best writing on TV, mm-hmm. so clearly, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the best uh, sitcom writers mm-hmm. have come off of that show. Sure, um, you know. And again, though, it comes down to content. Okay, I mm-hmm. mean, story. I mean, mm-hmm. I know people who run shows. And they say, look, you know what? We could never come up with all the stories. Mm-hmm. So we have staffs to come up with the stories mm-hmm. and we'll write them. Because we know they'll come out in our voice.
0: Well that's that's like a thing, Lisa and I've been talking a lot about that's that's what's been going on now. Because we're in the age where producers can produce their own content now right. for a hundred thousand dollars or whatever, I'm just saying they can. Okay. And with technology you can make things look I do them all the time. Yeah. You know, when I produce things and So, like, I just started a room on Monday for another pilot I haven't told you about. I just decided that I was okay. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. (laughs) And these producers, one of the, um, an actor from Walking Dead um, hired me and um, my producing partner, Lisa Banks, to put together a small room. And we're writing a pilot for him and one of the other guys who was on the show. Mm -hmm. And it's just a pilot, you know. Is it your idea? It's, 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 yeah, it will be our idea. <laughs> we're, we're doing a vehicle for them <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. to do.
2: So they just, a blind Yeah, commitment They just came a, in and were like, hey com- guys. It's not like they gave you an idea and said, go let the know for
0: this. They were like, we just want something in this vein, like a 24 right. meets blah, 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 blah. Right. And I was like, okay, we can right. do that. You right. know? Yeah. So then I put together some writers, right. Nina, Lisa, and we go in a room. We started on Monday and just started putting shit together and right. figuring out what we can do right. you know what I mean so now this um, is for a web series no this is for a pilot we're this gonna shoot it pilot. we're gonna shoot it independently cause we can right you know we have the technology it's no longer
1: now where, hey <laughs> we, we wrote re- this pilot and maybe the network will pick exactly. it up now it's like you know what bitch we doing it for you in fact yeah. this is what it's gonna look like yeah. and you don't have to do any work and you can just say yay yeah, or nay and mm-hmm. it's there and mm-hmm. if they say no guess what you still have some content that's yours you and content. you own it and be able to show it for your showreel. Yeah. you know right. yeah let, I, let
2: me let me give you something that i just sure. started doing with somebody because i am such a fan mm-hmm. of the technology that certainly in web series and when I do my web series class, it's not a question of writing a script. It's not a question of coming out. You have to go out and do it. Yeah. I mean, you can't walk in. Them. <laughs> you, can't, you can't walk in and, and then, that's why I say, then make sure that since you're the creator, that you did a pizza for ten and not mm-hmm. steak at Wolfgang Puck's. The thing is that <laughs> you gotta do that. So I'm an, and, I try to get the Writers Guild to video everything, Mm -hmm. you know, all their seminars. I say, Mm -hmm. why should it be just for the 200 people, the 300 people that show up? All right, that's been a two-year process of back and forth, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Now they do, and they did it the Amazon day, which I'm Mm -hmm. delighted they have. Mm -hmm. I went to a, the Writers Guild had a reading of um, three pilot scripts, um, I guess last year, whenever it is, Mm -hmm. Um, original pilots, part of the diversity program. I went to, you know, the reading... And one of the pilot scripts I absolutely thought was clever as hell, and I Mm. loved it. And I went up to the writer, who I knew tangentially, and I said, why didn't you video this? Mm. I mean, he had like Jason Alexander and Mm. Ed Asner and this kind of stuff. And it was just a reading.
1: And didn't, you know what, (laughs) let me go slap this person right now. It
2: was just a reading, Mm -hmm. all right? And then he gave me some sign. I said, look, you know what we're going to do? I mean, this is what I suggest. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is your project. Mm -hmm. It's not mine. I'm not trying to take it from you. He said, what we're going to do is we're going to do another reading Mm -hmm. and we're going to video it, all right? And then what we're going to do is we're going to cut that 22-minute or 24-minute or whatever it is Mm -hmm. reading down to a three-minute sizzle reel. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right? Mm -hmm. So I now have the three-minute sizzle reel.
0: (laughs) With all these faces.
2: (laughs) Well, well, they didn't do it again, but, Mm -hmm. I mean, that absolutely shows you Even though it's just a reading, it's not going to an audience, it's going to the professionals. Sure. Exactly what the flavor of the show. Right. He would never get that here. He couldn't get, his agent wouldn't send the script out. His agent wouldn't send him out. Mm -hmm. He said, with this, you now have three minutes, you can approach whoever you want and say, look, would you take a look at a three minute sizzle reel Mm -hmm. of -hmm. my my pilot? Mm -hmm. And if you like it, I'll send you the rest. Mm -hmm. All right. If you can show somebody anything. Mm -hmm. All right. It's better than trying to get them to read. Because nobody, really,
1: nobody wants to read, Absolutely. really.
2: <laughs> you know, I mean, I've, that's another thing I've been doing is
0: um, with my, my company, Hill Dog Productions, I've been, because we teach, we have a lot of young filmmakers who are like, well, you help me make my project. <clears throat> so I've been doing that a lot. And it's kind of become like my job now, yeah, know. <laughs> you know, that yeah. I do. Yeah. You know, not lots of money, mm-hmm. but I know how to make them look really expensive. And um, so... I probably have done like seven different sizzle reels, you know, in the last year and a half or two alone. And so we're constantly, you know, making these things out because my goal is to be like you. I want to be a fucking showrunner. I want to be the guy, the man sitting next to the man. I want to be fucking JJ Abrams. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I want to be able to do movies and TV. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? And the best way to do it is to do it when you control it Mm -hmm. you know
2: you know what i mean my goal is sort of like i guess i'm i don't want to be it's i guess it goes back to the the restlessness i always Mm -hmm. had i never be on i don't want to be the showrunner on one show okay i love coming in Mm -hmm. getting it mounted or getting Mm -hmm. it you know in shape and go to and then move on to the next one okay You know, so you can be the showrunner. Hey,
0: Hey. man. I'm just just an alpha. I just can't help it. I just
2: just did. And this is is real. I I love when these things Mm -hmm. happen. Uh, I taught my web series class. It's it's an online course. Um, For the first time last January, I'll be doing it again this January. Mm -hmm. And I just went to the cast and crew screening of one of my students...
0: Oh, I saw that online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I posted it on my page, Did you do? Yeah. -hmm. yeah.
2: Yeah. Of one of my students who went out, and Mm -hmm. I said, you're going to shoot this. And she did. And she now has the first episode Mm -hmm. of her that she did for $400. Mm -hmm. All right? And I go... That's terrific. Yeah, That's terrific. Now mm-hmm. that's where.
0: Now she has content.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. She Now she has got Not only that, she'll get exposure. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember I used to, because I, I, you know, I dabble. Well,
0: it, it has it. your stamp on it too, so that it helps. Right. Right. Well, yeah, right. she
2: asked me, she says, what kind of, I, did, I didn't expect this at all. She says, what kind of credit do you want at the end? I said, I don't want a credit. She said, no, <laughs> you got to get a credit. I said, okay, um, how about consultant? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. Said, that's it's fair. Fine. It's just yeah. fine. Yeah. fine. But, I, you know, I remember when I did my... I, it was after the writer's strike when mm-hmm. we were encouraged to do the strike TV, mm-hmm. you know, the web series stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I'll do one. And I did one that I shot with four flip cameras that... You know, <laughs> it was great, you know, that I did for Pizza for Tan. And it well, was this, and, you know. And the first question I get asked all the time
0: mm-hmm.
2: is, how much money do you make on your web series? Wow. And I go like, well... Let me try and define that for you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I didn't make any money mm-hmm. on my web series, mm-hmm. but it did cost me pizza for 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and a production company who does animated features hired me to do two features because they saw my web series. That's right. How much money did I make on my web series?
0: hmm
1: it's mm-hmm. all relative people all all you need to say, all if relatives. you
2: have those calling cards that are videoed and mounted or mm-hmm. you send somebody to them and somebody sees it you never know how that's not going to get you something else true you know and it's the same thing with pilot scripts mm-hmm. you know it's not to sell the pilot
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's to I mean that's going to be you know the, the extant thing is just an aberration don't even go down that road um, <laughs> Thing is, it's it's what you need to get on staff, right? You know, um, since, well,
1: go ahead. Oh, sorry, so because I'm so excited about this book because, well, let's talk about the book since we're no, here. no, no, but one of the questions I had in there from working on my own pilot, which is made, could you it seriously? When you put it in this book, it made me stop and think, like, well, damn, let me sit down and see what it is. Which is the idea, <laughs> checklist, you, I know my checklist because you do have a checklist, it right? Does. But then you have the one thing you talk about that not every idea is a series idea, that's true. And when I heard that, I was mm-hmm. like. Well, not when I heard it, when I read it. I was like, well, it sounds like... I said, yeah, oh, damn, let me sit down and really think about it. Because uh-huh. there was there's a uh, there's a line in there you have in there. He says, like, how many episodes can you get out of a parent's adjusting to a newborn? Like, how I many... You am not
0: perfect example okay. of shows that didn't work, too. And, I, and I'm saying, like, I'm not
1: saying you, you threw some shade on some shows. Because when I, heard, when I read that, I'm like, well, yeah, wasn't there a show that was on TV? And I don't think that show's on anymore. Like, uh-huh. how how... Oh, yeah, how how much can you really mine from your your pilot? Mm-hmm. And like it, that was one of the questions where I hadn't even thought about it because I just thought, man, it's a great idea, you know. Yeah. My pilot is based on my short story that's based on my book, mm-hmm. and yeah. I thought, let me get the book and the pilot, and yeah. the book's gonna be great. I'm gonna have all this stuff. But when yeah. I heard when I read that, I thought, well, shit. Let me sit down. Yeah. Like honestly, Re-analyze Lisa, like
0: <laughs>
1: think long term. Like, uh-huh. could this be a show that could be on for like four or five, six years? Mm-hmm. Is this something that possibly could. Be? Think of all the shows that you love, Lisa. Mm-hmm. You know what made them successful made you want to watch them so they stayed on tv and those are some of the questions i don't think pilot writers are really thinking because they think i have this great idea they may be able to write a pilot script and then when they go into the room to pitch it it's like well okay where do you see the series going Mm -hmm. like what what are some other episodes Mm -hmm. and you're stuck like the scene from seinfeld where it's like (laughs) uh, (laughs) (laughs) what can come next uh well we can get uh i don't know i guess you know so it's something that really kind of centered me in seriously looking at my own pilot and going seriously is this a long-term project or is this something that hey it's a great idea but it's not really going to go anywhere it might be a good sample script for something but not really be made in
0: in your book you talk about you know the premise pilot right right? now let's talk about that a little bit because this is kind of what we're talking about right here Mm -hmm. is go go ahead
2: yeah no i was going to say if you do what I recommend, and believe me, I was talking before, I don't like absolutes. Whatever I say is not an absolute. Mm-hmm. This is just, hey, try this. You know, it's, it's all a trial and error process. Mm-hmm. If you really go through the hard part, which is to me after the setup, you say, okay, what's a typical episode going to look like? Mm-hmm. All right. If you go through that, all right, you will see. I, I, I don't know what a typical episode is. You know, well that's your answer. Mm All right. That's the hard part. Right. All right. Mm -hmm. And you could always do a bait and switch thing, as I say, and Goodwife did that beautifully Mm -hmm. when they did the whole thing with the attorney general Mm -hmm. in New York Mm -hmm. and all that kinda stuff. And all of a sudden she's a lawyer. Mm -hmm. But they hooked you in with that high concept, you know, Mm -hmm. scandal. Mm All right. And then they switched. You know up all night could have done the same thing oops I guess I mentioned the name of the show <laughs>
0: <laughs> how y'all doing up and up we love y'all over there
2: <laughs> go ahead talk about I it mean, sure. they could have done the newborn and then they get divorced mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and you're into it then you say okay I, I see how this is going but not to do something like that I go like how many episodes can mm-hmm. you get out of that?
0: Mm-hmm. How long can that kid still stay a kid? Like whatever? how can,
1: how long can that stay interesting? Because uh-huh. that's yeah. the main reason why I'm watching a lot of the new. Uh, pilot shows this summer right. because a lot of the shows they're like eh that sounds like a one trick pony mm-hmm. and a lot of shows I'm watching now it's not because I love them absolutely it's because as a writer I'm curious like well how long can they keep this going uh-huh. you know mm-hmm. I mean it's one of the main reasons why I mean I love Halle Berry but it's the main reason why I watch an extant like okay you did this but how long can we keep going like mm-hmm. where can you go with it and that hook has got me going and mm-hmm. obviously they. Fin- I mean t- tonight is mm-hmm. actually going to be their season finale mm-hmm. you know and I've been watching every episode you know and I'm like Huh? And that's my first question, like, how, how are you gonna
0: well, me, going to keep it going? Let me ask you, Bill. How can you, um, <clears throat> you I talk about this all the time, too, when I'm teaching people about pilots, and I noticed you do it in a book, and I was like, yes, somebody sees what I see.
2: <laughs> right? <That's> scary. <laughs> well, because I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, <for laughs>
0: um, you talk about, I'm always telling people about when you're writing your pilot, <clears throat> that I, I read so many of them that, and I know you do, too. You read the pilot, and you're like, okay, you realize you're writing this pilot, and I love how you explain it even better than I do. Um, You realize this is the template of how the next episode is supposed to go. People think, oh, no, the pilot was about Jenny. But the show... I'm going to do about this person. Yeah. I'm like, no, motherfucker. Yeah. It's about Jenny, then it stays about Jenny. And, I quote, <laughs> Whatever the and I quote him from his book. <laughs> your pilot script is the
1: template. It's your vision that others will have yes. to follow. The goal is to create a sample containing all the elements that define your Absolutely. series. And you give a couple of bullet points of what they have to have.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and it's like... <laughs> That's, that's the discussion that we started with. If mm-hmm. you're going to be an episodic writer, mm-hmm. you have to mimic the template.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Right? Mm-hmm. So if you create a pilot, that's the template that other people are going to have to mimic. Mm-hmm. And that's down to, you know, I mean, the way you type your scripts, mm-hmm. the way you use your narrative, the mm-hmm. way you do everything. You now are setting the recipe,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
2: for what other people are going to have to mimic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not going to be really hard because on, on one level you think, oh, the pilot, it's my vision and what I'm creating. But honestly, it's, it's, it's actually more difficult than just go ahead and mimicking oh, what's already God, done yeah. before you. Because yeah. you're setting that tone and you have to really realize, like, <coughs> I'm setting it up. you know. And once the show gets started, it's going to be really hard to change it
0: mid-season. Well, I
2: mean, it can be changed. But the point of fact is, to me, that's the freedom of writing the pilot. Mm-hmm. Because the only person you have to please when writing the pilot is yourself. Mm -hmm. all right you're writing for yourself Mm -hmm. so if you say i mean actually one of the best pilots i've seen in a long time whether you like the show or not i think the pilot does a lot um is red band society which i think starts Uh which starts tonight Mm -hmm. um now that she does she does a couple of cheats in there and stuff like that but that but that pilot you know I know what the premise is, mm-hmm. I know what the unique concept is, I know what my characters are, mm-hmm. I know what a typical episode is going to look like. Okay.
1: Can you go ahead and get from your book the, the things, <clears throat> the elements that define what goes into you know a series,
2: a pilot series? Oh, well, I mean, I, I start, you know, I'm out of the high concept school. I say I start even, characters for a series is is the lifeblood, mm-hmm. all right? That's what people come back to time and time again, whether it be Halle mm-hmm. Barry, whoever it is. Mm-hmm. But I take it... Back a step, which comes out of my advertising days, where I say, you know, my first step is what's the unique concept, what's the unique selling proposition, as mm-hmm. we used to say in advertising, or as I created the IOU. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. you know, what's the big idea? Where did it come from? And what what what's unique about it? Mm-hmm. And even if you look at the procedurals, of which there are a dozen of them. Oh, sure. All right. Everyone. Has a unique element, mm-hmm. whether it be he does it by math or he does it by reading your face or he, he you know, he's got a photographic memory mm-hmm. or you know he's an OCD. Uh, it and that's what you hone in on. Mm-hmm. Right? Once you have that concept, I can say, okay, now who are my characters? Because mm. there could be any number of characters who can fit that concept. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's the characters are never my first step. My okay. first step is what's that unique now. Me personally, I couldn't do brothers and sisters. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't know where to begin. Okay, all right. You know, brothers and sisters living next door to an alien—I can understand. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, I mean, so know. can
0: Lisa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying, so I start with concept, and then, and if you remember, I, I always say, give yourself choices. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, you have this one great idea that you think you know your pilot for. The best thing about being a TV writer is you're not a one-hit wonder. Mm -hmm. You have to come up with ideas, whether you're doing episodes, whether you're doing that, you have to come up with three, four, five a week. Say, fine, you've got that idea for a pilot. And this Mm -hmm. is what I force my students to do, too, because they come in saying, I know exactly what I want to do. I say, yeah, good. All right. Give me two others.
0: I love that you do that. Damn it. Always wants more than
2: one. (laughs) Always (laughs) Give me two others. And invariably, because, you know, and this I learned from Danny Arnold also. Okay your first idea is the one that's closest to the surface. Mm. All right, that's the one that's, you know, it's been on your mind, it's like, okay, I got it, I'm excited, all right, now I gotta think, what else interests me? Mm-hmm. What else would I like to do, what else have I read? I'm looking around, are, you know, and you come up with two more. And then you say, wow, of these three, and this happens a lot, mm-hmm. the students who walk in saying, I know exactly what I wanna write. When they get done with the first step of give me two more, They invariably, half of them invariably, wind up choosing one of the other two.
0: Interesting. I believe that. Ah. Yeah. All
2: right. Mm -hmm. And I do that with every element that I'm creating, which is what, for me, makes it fun. Mm -hmm. If I'm coming down there and say, "Okay, you know, all right, I got, you know, I got this, you know, this 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 person who, you know, got impregnated on, uh, you know, on on another planet or whatever it is. Obviously, it needs to be a woman. Mm -hmm. All right. How old? Mm Hmm. What color? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah give myself choices, mm-hmm. you know, is it just one, you know, does she have a sister up there, does she have a, uh, again, I just try to get, and then I sit down and I go, no, you know what, Halle Berry's great, all right, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, can always, I, can o- I can always come back, Right, I can uh-huh. always come back to that first one, Right, and I do that with every element, because I want to be as unique as I can, Okay. Mm-hmm. so when I come to locations, I say, all right, yeah, it's set in Los Angeles, all right, give me two other options where it could be set. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles, and New York, yeah, great. It's it's overused. Mm-hmm. You know what about Philadelphia? Oh, that's a choice. Right. You know, you know wh- what about uh, Sarasota? Ooh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, so I in every element I give myself choices because there is no right answer. Mm-hmm. There is no right answer, and invariably I will come up with those choices that excite me the most. I'll say, oh, Sarasota. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an interesting setting for a series. Sure. You know?
0: It, it'll set the tone, too, depending uh, on where it, you're at. It
2: changes everything. Mm-hmm. Actually, I know I, uh, there's a very famous, uh, I won't mention it, there's a very famous screenwriter who's top, top, top of the line. Mm-hmm. And I saw a seminar of his, he says, when he ever gets in trouble, you know, in writing a scene or doing anything, he changes the weather. Yeah,
0: I talk about that all the time, too. He <laughs> changes the weather. <laughs> and it affects yeah.
2: the entire show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it affects everything hmm
0: mm-hmm. you
2: know? So, yes, absolutely. Where you set it becomes a unique element.
0: Let know? me ask you a question about the gimmick of the show. Right. Because every show has one. Right. And I think this is one of the other biggest mistakes that I see young writers doing is say they'll start off on a voiceover, <laughs> right? Just using it as, I don't, I'm not one of those people who have an issue with the voiceover if the voiceover makes sense. Exactly. Right. Now, um, but they'll start off with the voiceover and you'll never see the voiceover again. They just thought it was a cool way in. I'm like, you realize it's a gimmick and every gimmick that you use sets the format and the structure of the show. Exactly. So the next person writing it thinks it has to start off with this voiceover. And you know, but you're saying, no, just this one. I'm like, no, then you got to you know, take it out. Exactly. To, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that yeah.
2: becomes part of your recipe. Right. Right. And that goes back. And I, I mean, uh, the, I mean, again, uh, i have no problem with it and actually red band society which i like mm-hmm. one of the cheats that i that i think the writer did which i'll let her get away with but i know it's a cheat is she has a kid in a coma doing the voiceover oh really yeah so i go look you know good cheat though To me, to me, that...
0: Bill said it, Bill said it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I would have, it would have been interesting to see. Uh Um, I know that's, it it just becomes an, it just makes it so much easier to introduce things, to Mm. explain things, Mm -hmm. to jump around, because you have somebody telling you.
1: Mm -hmm. All
2: right? So anyway, but I love the pilot, but the thing is that, that again goes back to Desperate Housewives. Okay. I mean Desperate Housewives. Oh, that did it a lot. Mm-hmm. That was oh, the yeah. format. Mm-hmm. It started with the voiceover mm-hmm. of the dead lady. Mhm. Mhm. You know? Mm-hmm. And so I and again, I mean I I hate absolutes. I hate when they tell you never do a voiceover, never do a flashback, never mm-hmm. do this, never I do that. You know, I go say never say never.
0: Yeah, I agree. If it works for the story and makes sense, yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah. I don't have yeah. a problem I with mean, it. I, I mean know,
1: that, that seems to be your your two mantras. One is be as original as possible and there really aren't no rules. Just mm-hmm. do find something that works for you. Sure, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everything is written stone, people. Yeah. You know. I, I, my sure.
2: attitude is: we've all seen enough movies, we've all seen enough television. If nothing else, by osmosis, mm-hmm. we know what we like.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. You don't have to go to film school for eight years or four years or whatever it might be. <laughs> you know. And you know, I know people who are taking MFAs and screenwriting and all that kind of thing. I go like, okay, you know, mm. that's that's what you want to do. I'd rather take the time and just write.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they love you at UCLA than nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're like, handwritten, like Bill. No, no, no. Don't uh, tell them that.
2: <laughs> no, and, and actually, what's, what's fun about what I do is it's all over the world. I mean, I had a student doing the web series class who was in Shanghai oh okay and he just posted his web series oh good nice you know and Mm -hmm. it's like and they're doing it and the Mm -hmm. same thing with the pilot things I encourage people to forget about Hollywood Mm -hmm. you know if you're in Italy write for Italy
0: Thank you. Wherever you are. Because I'm going to yeah. watch that show. Yeah.
1: They will put, you know, I, they will translate at the bottom and I'll watch in those mm-hmm. subtitles and I'll yeah. watch those shows, you yeah. know.
2: Yeah. Why not? You know, and not only that, it's a question of you go through the same process, as I say, mm-hmm. whether you're doing a series for the CIA, mm-hmm. MI6, or the KGB. That's true you have to go through the same mm-hmm. steps which right. is what my book is about you right. go through the same process you go through the same process whether you're writing a comedy or a drama mm-hmm. or an animated thing mm-hmm. or a web series mm-hmm. you know, you go, it's the same steps mm-hmm. All right, you just need to do it for that platform
0: let me ask you a quick question um, yeah. we're going to start wrapping it up but the, um, what, what made you decide to start teaching in the first place and become an instructor
2: okay um, In the late 80s, Mm -hmm. a producer I was working with took me as a guest to a career day Hmm. at a university. Local. And I saw what the teachers Mm -hmm. were saying now I think they'd probably last been in the business just around World War II (laughs) Um, (laughs) and I saw the students just hanging on every word Hmm. and I said you know this is not right Mm. you know I, I just somehow wanted to get involved at the same time I felt that Being a writer, I was getting more and more isolated and more and more claustrophobic, Mm -hmm. and that I needed to force myself to be out in public. or Even
0: though you do TV, you still found that interesting. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 for sure, because a lot of times you're just on your own, Mm -hmm. you know, which is fine. I mean, mean, again, being on staff is a lot of fun, but Mm -hmm. you you do your best work on your own. and so I went to UCLA, and they were starting up, and I said, I will teach you know, episodic writing. Okay. And so I started on, on, on campus. I mean, mm-hmm. there was no online. Mm-hmm. At, in the late '80s, and
0: there I, was there wasn't a lot of episodic television being taught either. It <laughs> well, I, yeah. Yeah.
2: But the thing is, what happened was I think because of my schedule, and I mean because I work a lot in Canada, I work a lot there, Florida, whatever it might be, I couldn't commit to being someplace right? for ten weeks at the same time. Mm-hmm. And even though she said to me that had said, "Look, if you have to cancel, you'll cancel," but let's put it in the catalog and everything like that, and. I, I had to cancel one term, and I felt so terrible about it mm-hmm. that I said, no, I, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. So I stopped for like 15, 20 years. Oh, and, wow. then, and then a friend of mine said to me something about he was teaching an online class. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, that I can do? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I, I could do that. Mm-hmm. I can do that from anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I went back to UCLA, and I said, well, would you, would you like me to do an online class? And they said, absolutely. You want to do the episodic thing? I mm. said, no, I really don't. <laughs> I really don't, because I don't really think... That's taking the best use of, making the best okay. use of the internet.
0: That's said, yeah. I said,
2: why should somebody in Italy or Canada mm-hmm. or whatever it is have to know lost or have to know, you know, mm-hmm. Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. or, you know, enough to be able to duplicate it. They're never going to use it. Sure. Right? I said, but we're in an age where pilots are really coming. This is like 2005, That's 2006. 2006. Mm-hmm. That crosses borders. That uses the internet. True. Right. I'd like to do that. And she said, fine. And so that's how I got to teaching, and now I'm teaching online, not every term. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, with the change in technology, I said, "How about a you know a multimedia, transmedia, whatever they call mm-hmm. it, class, the web series class?" And they finally said, "Okay, why don't you develop one of those?"
0: You you were telling us offline about offline. <laughs> you told us off mic about um, encouraging Gray Jones. Shout out to Gray Jones. Um, I love about Gray. I love Gray <laughs> about um, doing his book. Yes. Um, how to break into TV. What made you finally do your book?
2: <laughs> what made me I do book, as I was teaching, um, again, technology to the rescue, mm-hmm. as I was teaching through the, you know, since 2005, 2006, just, you know, being online, everything had to be written out. Sure. It was all all my lectures were mm-hmm. written out, all the assignments were written out, all mm-hmm. that stuff was written out, and they'd run 16, 20 pages, some of them. And the students kept saying, oh, 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 you should put this in a book. I go like, oh, okay. eh, I don't want to put in a book. I said, why don't you download it and print it out? <laughs> and they said, no, no, no. You should. I said, you know what? I mean, I don't want to deal with publishers. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with editors. I don't want to deal with agents. I don't want to deal with managers. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with any of that. I'm mm-hmm. not looking to make any money or big mm-hmm. money off of this thing. I'm, I don't want to do any of that. Mm-hmm. So I just put it off and put it off. And then, Christiana,
1: mm-hmm.
2: another friend of mine, started talking to me about this self-publishing Okay. I said that I can do. Mm-hmm. That I can do. Mm-hmm. So I just then I did it.
0: And- now, how long did it take you to finally write the book? Well, so you have okay. a lot of the information already.
2: That's what I thought. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! I uh, said, look, I got all 10, I figured, you know what, in a month I'll be done. right?" <laughs> well, as I started writing the book, I realized, no, I can expand on this, oh, no, I okay. can expand on that, no, I can expand on this. and expand. That's why I say it's the UCLA course on steroids. <laughs> so I would have to say, the ri- actual writing of it took me much longer than I thought okay. it would. So it probably took me about six months, and then getting it you know, formatted and all that. Okay.
0: What I love about it, even on we talk about you know scripts on paper. Your book, if you read it on paper, it's funny. It actually reads like a script in a sense of how clean it is on the page. Somebody else. I don't said know that if you, you noticed that. that. Somebody else said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it it's stuck because sometimes you read and it's just blotches of black. Right. Blotches. right. You're like two lines, <laughs> one line, right and two line. It. Like, see. He's clearly aware of what he was writing. He was like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing these big blocks. I wanted to just go down the page, right. as we always exactly. talk about. And not
1: be so intimidating to people mm-hmm. who who want to do this. Because a lot of times you see these thick books, and they have all this, and you're like, mm-hmm. ah, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, having a conversation, you're reading it, and you're just flipping through it, Like, yeah, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, like like I said, that's what made that one line. And they're like, not every idea is just for a series. Mm-hmm. That really stood out. Now, had mm-hmm. that been in a bunch of block tech, I would have been like, ah,
2: yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. But
1: when I saw it, it's like, oh,
2: and yeah. go back and look. Well, that also goes back to my advertising days. That's the way we used to write advertising. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. God. All right, so as a matter of fact, when, whenever I turn in a script and study st- somebody starts correcting it grammatically, I said, don't you dare.
0: Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> don't, you dare. <laughs> don't even start. That's hilarious. Don't even
2: start. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks so much, Bill. Um, we're gonna have to have, We're going to have to bring you back again to talk more about like the writer's room yeah. and how you ran the room and stuff like that because okay. that stuff's important too. Okay. Um, well, thanks so much, everybody. Go out and get Bill's new book, Automatic Pilot. It's
1: four ninety nine for the Kindle. Okay. come on, people, cheap. Come on,
0: cheap. <laughs> it is. I'm just gonna say it. it's cheap. Mm-hmm. It's cheap. And we we were talking to um to Greg Jones about raising his up two ninety nine. Okay, for all that information.
2: Well, I told him that because I'm responsible for him putting mm-hmm. it. All info. right, we'll blame you. <laughs> no, no, I tried. He said he said I, I, I want to start $2.99. I said Greg, don't. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. Stop. Uh-huh. I mean, because Christiana taught me because I wanted to put my book up okay. at She said no, no, no. Put it up at four. You could always run specials. Right. True. You can right. always run specials. Right. You know. Right. And don't start that way. True. Mm-hmm. You know. But anyway, so maybe for the next one because I know he's coming out with one now on Pilots where he put all the interviews together. Mm-hmm. based on okay. Pilots. Um, maybe he'll raise the price. I don't know. He also needs to do a print version of this. Oh yeah, definitely did good. But yeah. I, I told them to go do the go do the other book. At
0: least it's out as an it, ebook for it, people to read it. Right, now yeah, right. so As an
2: ebook, and now do the other ebook and the Because the more you have up there, the better chance you have.
0: Right. Oh, okay, that makes sense. A lot of great information. Are you going to write another one?
2: No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I no. do write another one, it it, it would be fiction. Okay. Yeah, and let
0: me I just know. ask you one last question. What's next for you? For what? For for you.
2: Oh, well, uh, in terms of...
0: Still, you still teaching? you going to...
2: Uh, yeah, well, I'm teaching in January. Mm-hmm. Um, I am talking, believe it or not, to a producer in Jordan. Really? Who is looking for me, if she can come up with the dates. They're, they're setting up a sitcom writer's room Huh. And so they want somebody to come out there because that they've never fun. done it before. Yeah, and I go like, oh, that's an adventure." Mm-hmm. You know, if I come back with my head, uh, the thing, is <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you know. And so I might do that. I'm writing a pilot. Okay, good. Um, I've got this other pilot that we're trying to sell. That I told you we did the teaser reel. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the teaser reel. I love doing the original stuff. Good. I mm-hmm. love doing the passion projects. I mean, what I mean,
0: what it, genre is that? Which one?
2: The, Both of them. Well. The pilot I'm doing is a political thriller. Okay. Uh, The script that I didn't Mm write—that's the teaser reel—is a sitcom. All right. Um, And then I love doing things like. He's
0: still all over the place. Still not love that. Yeah, I love it.
2: The the woman who did the you know the web series that Mm -hmm. you know that that she just did the I I mean I'm I'm helping with hers. I Mm -hmm. mean it's I just love doing that kind of Mm -hmm. you know. I always say I probably should have been a development executive.
0: People tell me that too, and I'm like, I fight it all the time. Except that means you have to work at a network. (laughs) Yeah, you got to be a suit. Nobody likes that. Well, thanks a lot, man. So you you got a little something quick first, or you want to get into the don't sleep?
1: No, I have some, but if we want to get into um, the script first, I was just going to ask. Three little trivia questions, something quick, right, if possible. Go. Huh? Let's go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So, and Devin, you can be a part of this too. So, you know, I love IMDb, mm-hmm. and I love looking up old movies. So, I came up with something. I'm gonna give you three of them. Basically, these are you probably heard some of these. So, if you know these, let the other. If people you know get the chance. answer, I'll yell it out. For All them, right. Normal. So, here's the thing. <laughs> they have this thing on rejected movie titles. So, basically, you know, my big thing with titles, it has to have like a catchy title. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you the name of the original title that was given for a project, and you try to guess what the change came.
0: If if the it's true or false, no, or no? Whether
1: with the with the name eventually became. Oh, okay. okay, you guys ready? All right, here's the first one. <clears throat> how the solar space was how how the solar space was won.
0: How the solar space mm-hmm. was won.
1: How the solar space was won. What movie? Do you Star think that Wars. Is? I mean, I don't know. No, nope, not Star Wars.
0: How the West was won
1: came out in 1968.
0: Two
2: thousand
1: one. Thank you. Oh, two thousand one. A space odyssey was oh, originally okay. how the solar space went. Okay, here's one. Star Beast. Star Wars. Nope. No. Wait. What? Alien. Thank you. Oh, okay. It is I Alien. Nineteen seventy nine. And right. yes, that is a much better I title because <laughs> Star Beast. That just sounds so corny. Seventies yeah, no. movie. So whoever <laughs> said, uh, "Bitch, no."
0: <laughs> yeah. Devin our baby writer, got okay. that one right. <laughs> okay, here's one more.
1: And this should be easy. When I grow up. What? When When I I I Grow grow Up. Big. Yes, 1988. Okay, I'll give you one more. Take It Like a Man. Independent film.
0: Take It Like a Man.
1: Won the actor an Oscar. Really? For the performance. What year? Uh, The year was 1999.
0: 1999.
1: Take It Like a Man. Take It
0: Like a Man. 1999. Hmm. And this
1: actress actually won several couple of Oscars. Wow. Oh, no, and she had the enough. baddest dress uh, when the Oscars came out for that year. She won mm-hmm. for this performance. The ju- had one of the baddest dresses. Oh, that narrows. So
0: I you like a man. Uh, Come on, people. It's not Halle Berry. I nope. Mean. Uh, Devin, you know. Devin. That thing,
1: yeah. <laughs> Come on, Devin. I don't know. You got to tell us. Boys don't cry. Oh. Boys don't oh. cry. Actually, I, I
2: just saw one this weekend and I go like... It's such a good movie. Why did they <laughs> give it that title?
1: People, titles are so important because <laughs> there'll be movies that are great and you can't remember to tell the people that it was great because you can't remember It's like
2: I saw it on screen. It's called The Skeleton Twins. Yeah, what? Twins. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it, it is twins. such a good movie mm-hmm. and I go like, if I saw that title, I
0: have no clue <laughs> I haven't a clue Is it a comedy? Is it a no, horror B- movie? Well, so it's a people,
2: B- Bill Hader and oh. Kristen Rue Really?
0: Yeah People get your titles right
2: <laughs> So check
0: it, Bill, this next segment we're going to do We call the Don't Sleep On Them segment That is another street term, kind of like Keeping 100, of course Where <laughs> Don't miss out on this person <laughs> Okay. You don't want to miss out on this next person Who's about to come up Okay. So we try to highlight a young writer who most people don't know Who's about to blow up so okay. we'll read, like, their opening scene um, just so you can get a sense of okay. what it is. So what we'll do is, this Lisa. This is a feature, right? This is a pilot. This is a pilot, okay. It's called The X Factor. Okay. And it's written by both of our friends, yeah. Luther M. Mace, yeah. who's on the education committee with us. Right. Um, he's also on the gay committee with me. Um, and th- it is a story about a woman. Who barely survives a bitter and painful divorce, only to be, only to become her gay ex husband's new boss? Gay ex husband. You get it. New boss.
1: Okay, her ex husband who is gay. Yeah. And she. Be, okay, very good. Yeah. She
0: barely survives a painful divorce, only to become her so ex husband's drama. Um, or you know what? Comedy, dramedy. Because
1: <laughs> that's should? actually I don't know. Be kind of funny.
2: We should be. I should ask. We can be able to tell. Okay. Yeah, she yeah. Maybe we can tell about
1: the tone. Okay.
0: Um, so what we'll do is. I will read, uh, Brad, even though you're doing the, can you read, um, Jess? Oh, okay.
1: Very good. You ready? All right.
0: <clears throat> Here Fade we go.
1: In. Act one. Exterior, Marina Del Rey. Year prior. Night. A beautiful night. 75 degrees with a mild gust of Santa Ana winds. Interior, Jess's car. Jessica Bryant, known as Jess. 39. Her eyes are wet. She's been crying as she sits impatiently in congested L.A. traffic. Even during crisis mode, she's beautiful. Jess's gaze is locked on a burgundy infinity a few cars ahead. Exterior, Ramada Limited. 20 minutes later, night, the infinity pulls into the parking lot of Ramada Limited. Brad Bryant, 38, tall, handsome, self-assured, could have been George Clooney's brother in another life, gets out of the car. Jess pulls up alongside an adjacent street. She watches as Brad walks the row of cookie-cutter rooms with orange doors. Interior, Jess's car, 10 minutes later. Jess can't believe she's become a fucking cliche. She picks up her iPhone, presses the touchscreen, still hopeful. Brad. Hey. <clears throat> still at the office?
0: Leaving now, gotta meet a client. Something wrong?
1: Just like that, her hopes are gone. Jess closes her eyes, silence, Brad. Jess? I gotta go. And before Brad can respond, she hangs up. Exterior, Ramada Limited, 30 minutes later, Jess walks past several rooms. Some blinds are drawn, others not. Jess sees Brad through partially drawn verticals lying in bed on his side. His naked body blocks his companions from sight. Brad leans over for a kiss, bracing herself for the inevitable. Jess moved towards the knock, towards the door, knocks swiftly. Any movement from inside the room halts. Jess knocks again, this time harder. The sound of bare footsteps walk toward the door. Jess readies herself. It's either fight or flight. As each bolt on the door turns, Jess's knees begin to tremble. Is it too late to haul ass back to the car? It is. (laughs) The door creaks open and she locks eyes with Brad, who is standing near the TV in his boxer briefs. An unidentified good-looking man, 40, also wearing boxer briefs, stands at the door. Jess's eyes widen in disbelief.
0: What the fuck? (sighs) Yeah. Drama.
2: <laughs> so
0: now we know the tone. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, oh good, my God. good job,
0: good job, uh, Luther. That's funny. Can I tell you it's what keep, my favorite, ahead, my give favorite me
1: your part is? Is um Halfway through the first paper it goes interior. Justice Car just can't believe she's become a fucking cliche. Yes. Like it's one of yes. those, those. Like it's not something visually you can see mm-hmm. on screen because mm-hmm. we always tell people you got to put stuff on the page that people can actually see on screen. But it's what <laughs> it is really for a reader. Mm-hmm. It really kind of tells you a lot He's about the character. He's talking to you, yeah. and it's making me feel like you know we're kind of in this together as the narrator is telling the story. Mm-hmm. Most people have been in that moment.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and clearly when Jess can't believe it, she's become a fucking cliche. Just that and it's you know, it's one line by itself, mm-hmm. you know, one little paragraph by itself. It just says so much about the character. Because mm-hmm. even though it's the narrator's voice mm-hmm it's given me Jess's point of view and what it tells me is Jess is sharp she's you know she's no you know drama queen but even sure. though she looks like she's about to throw down in a minute like you know what <laughs> well, it's, he it's says, too late to haul ass and you know he
0: said, yeah he says even during crisis mode she's right. beautiful she's I'm beautiful like, i love that you know you know.
1: and I mean? now and, and even in crisis mode the fact that you're using the words crisis mode
0: uh-huh.
1: that's foreshadowing letting me say alright something sure. bad is coming yeah. or something is about to go mm-hmm. down and so mm-hmm. it's a really really fast clean read but it I mean, even just the, the, the small amount of dialogue
0: mm-hmm.
1: tells me a lot about these people, you know? And I, I,
0: just, it's just really, really clean. By the way, Luther just won Scriptapalooza. With, oh. um, with this? I don't know if it was with this. I believe it was this.
1: And I appreciate the fact that they've made just uh,
0: Older. Uh-huh. 39, because mm-hmm. usually
1: most of these TV shows and stuff, uh-huh. you get these 20s and mm-hmm. stuff. And, you know, you. I mean, there's some great actors out there. But clearly, in terms of a character having to carry mm-hmm. that much weight, I mean, with this type of character, because we've all seen those kind of dramas where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, they're having an affair. Mm-hmm. You know, an affair is a lot different with an older woman because there's a lot more um, – more history with her Mm -hmm. and there's a lot more input into this relationship. So the fact that she's 39, I know that she's not going to be like, what are you doing with this woman and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) She may be thinking that. She may be more mature about it, right? Yeah, she may be thinking (laughs) that but just by reading the script, okay, let's see how she's going to react. She's older, you've already told me even in crisis mode she's beautiful mm-hmm. so you're giving me some subtle nuances to her character let me know that she may be thinking she about to pull them mm-hmm. earrings out and I tell somebody to hold her purse <laughs> but she's gonna be smart about it and of course you got the lovely twist where it's like not a woman it's mm-hmm. a guy you know mm-hmm. which is wonderful because you know fuck what you gonna do what you
2: you know? would you think, Bill? Uh, look, I think that the thing that I like best about it, it is full of surprises. Yes. Uh-huh. Lots but, of them. Yes. But, I mean, the fact that, you know, we see the burgundy, but we never see who's driving it, mm-hmm. I think is like it could be anybody. Right. You know? So, so then, you're curious. Right. So you're curious. Uh-huh. You know, so she's following this car, and then she goes, and like you say, then, you know, then it turns out that it's, you know, he's, he's with a guy, not a woman or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... It raises all the questions that I want answered if this is going to be a series. Okay. Right. All right. What's okay, the good. Series? Already. I'm pit by page two. Right. Well, yeah. well, I'm told that this is a. am not saying – I'm mm-hmm. sure there's more, but – No, I mean,
0: I, I'm meaning that it's, it is it yeah. is answering the questions for you that you would want I for would, a pilot, I, I would want saying. to
2: know. I know. I, I mean, I'd have to say she never knew her husband was gay. Mm-hmm. She, how long have they been married? Mm-hmm. You know, all these guys. Kind of, do they have any kids? Mm-hmm. I mean, all these kind of things because this is going to be a series, mm-hmm. which I'm sure get answered. Yeah, and I want to know the answer to those questions mm-hmm. before I say oh I like this series Okay,
1: and there's definitely curiosity to her character because when she's sitting in the car she very easily when she calls him says where are you oh I'm at work where- no you're not I'm sitting outside the hotel room <laughs> <laughs> I see you I know where you are even in the midst of that she's still going to play this out like mm-hmm. well okay that's what he says but it tells him the maturity you know what this might not be what I think it is. Mm-hmm. It could be something serious he's going through. Let me just see what he what he does, and then mm-hmm. when he does that, she goes, "Oh, I gotta go." Sure. And then the next thing, like, well, what is she gonna do? And I'm like, no, she's not walking up to the room. And then she does that, and so it's like it's it's really tr- it's really hooking me in to want to see what happens next, mm-hmm. you know. And that's really fucking good writing for like what yeah. a page and a half. Yeah, mm-hmm. Luther
2: Luth is great. I love. Luth. Yeah, Luther's
0: really good. Luth, 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 really I hate good. you, Luther. <laughs> That was that was Luther M mace with the X factor y'all look for that hopefully that'll be coming out sometime one day <laughs> thanks again Luther so um, bill yes where can people find you are you on Twitter and yes. Facebook or whatever
2: uh, um, Facebook uh, Bill tab uh, Twitter at Billy tab um, I have a website that's that's being rebuilt mm-hmm. um, I, I need to do all that blogging stuff. <laughs>
1: sound like it's work it's well, writing it. it's, so fast. it's writing yeah, i mean
2: it's this whole marketing thing and social media thing and everything like that you know takes so much time i mean i just had my book i just got a notice that the, the spanish version has just come out Really? Right. Yeah, yeah. So I go like, okay, now that's another opportunity to, you know, reintroduce or whatever. <laughs> like, kind of, okay, all mm-hmm. right, you know. So oh,
1: Bill, it's so much fun. Come on.
2: Embrace it. Is. it. it Embrace is. it. You know, it's not a matter of but the fun. Uh-huh. It's, he tweets
0: I, and stuff, he's on uh-huh. Facebook. It's, he's the, on there. it's
2: the time. Yeah, that's it's true. It's like the, the the most important asset we have mm-hmm. is time. Mm-hmm. True, true. You know, so it's the time that's spent anyway. But this has been <laughs> terrific. Thank,
0: Thank you, me. Bill. We really appreciate it. Meant a lot, My but pleasure. you came out. My pleasure. And um, I'll see you on Saturday at the, at the event. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, Look at we're these big this in salon. here. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, got a, we got a salon at the Writers Guild. Nice. Um, what's this one about? I always forget what it's called. What's this one?
2: This is, I mean, the salons are always, uh, we can't really advertise it as such. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just. The 10 or lots,
0: 12, lots of showrunners. Ten, lots of stuff. showrunners, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the
2: writers go from room to room, and the showrunners stay in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's, we've done several of them before, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of interesting from all different genres. Okay. And, you know, you pick a track, and you go to three in the afternoon.
0: Yeah. Well, to all the listeners, you might now, you. you- You'll have to tune into this at another time because this this by the time this comes out, <laughs> it won't be there. Well, it's also but like a,
2: we have them all the time though. If you're not in the yeah. writers' guild, you can't. Yeah, call you got them, that so. too. I mean, it's sort of like um, you know, it's sort of like Knights of Columbus, <laughs>
0: <laughs> secret handshakes and stuff. And where, where can they find you? Where are you at? I am on Twitter.
1: And I'm going to embrace. Usually, I okay. say, "Don't follow me on Twitter," but I'm going to embrace it. <laughs> follow me at your own risk. <laughs> And if you're one of my faves, mm-hmm. uh, and you follow me like Tony Todd, uh, <laughs> I would be on my best behavior I'm still going to give it to you <laughs> give it to but us, I just want to like prep you ahead of time <laughs> 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 so yes, I am on Twitter yes i have I actually do have a blog page, but <sighs> I haven't. I've been. I've been so busy, busy writing bro. other stuff. So it's mm-hmm. like I really need to blog because other things I want yeah. to talk about and discuss mm-hmm. that have right. nothing to do with writing, but For it sure? does have to do with like being creative. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I need to find the time. So you know yeah. what? Disregard everything I said, Bill. <laughs> Social media is the devil because it sucks you in. There's so many interesting people out there. It's like it's just too much. Yeah. But yes, I'm on
0: Twitter. Okay. and Again, I am your host, Hilliard Guest, and I am on Twitter. At Hilliard guests, or you can hit us up at Screenwriters RR on Twitter, um, you know, Instagram, Facebook, all that shit. And uh, thanks again to my man Devin McKay for sitting in with us in the baby rider seat. They can hear you. You can say something, yell. Yeah, that's Awesome! To- this has been fun. Thank you, thank you. Um, you put the high chair away. <laughs> he's sitting over there at the kids table. <laughs> so again, thanks, Bill. My Lisa, Devin, we appreciate it. Any of you guys, please give us a five-star review on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. I'm so stuck on Twitter. Goddamn Twitter. Somebody give can go us go on five Twitter <laughs> And
1: put <five> stars
0: <laughs> You know somebody will they crazy And I go If you do I'm going to call you out On the next episode too <laughs>
1: I'm going to tweet that To you right now I'm like, tweet and to you.
0: So give us a five star review On um, Stitcher And uh, iTunes And shit like that We appreciate it And if you guys want to submit To the Don't sleep on them segment Screenwriters at At gmail.com So Devin Send us something Maybe we'll read something For you um, So with that Keep it street, keep it opinionated, and keep it what? A thousand and one. two. One
1: hundred
0: and one. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm talking Just about?
1: Step our game up. A thousand and
0: two. <laughs> A, okay. <laughs> then keep it what? A thousand, A thousand and, and two. two. I like that. That's what's up. That. Oh Peace, y'all. Ciao, people.
2: something to off
0: Everyone got one. What's your opinion? This is the Ram room. tongues won't be bit. Ain't no rules, just spill it. And anybody can get it, no limit. We get to kill it. you tuning into the thrillers, and no, ain't no stopping. No. Any topic, even the random. I hope that you're ready. We entering in the zone soon. We only grown shit. Welcome to the Ram room. No,
1: that's it.
0: That's all I got to say.